Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast is presented by Pop Punk Takeout, which is a monthly subscription service, delivers merchandise from pop punk artists from all over the world directly to your door in a takeout box. And just in time for the Christmas season is a very pop punk Christmas volume one, volume one compilation CD. It's uh, for pre-order right now at poppunktakeout.com. It's only 10 bucks. It is a CD, uh, not vinyl, just so you know on that i know most people are buying vinyl these days but this is a cd and there's nothing wrong with that uh you can pre-order now it's going to ship on december 13th which is coming up here pretty quickly since uh we're recording this on december 1st and a lot of the artists that are on this compilation are artists that have been here on pop punk and pizza podcast so like uh settle your scores we also have tlb Tiny Kingdoms, Last Letters, Million Miler, Eugene Levy, and so many others. So pre-order your copy today at poppunktakeout.com. And while you're there, sign up for uh, one of the monthly boxes as well. Keep up to date on everything uh, Pop Punk Takeout related on social media at Pop Punk Takeout. I'm going out. I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the ring. So turn it up, I'm telling you, I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Pumpkin Pizza with Jacques Lamore. Hello and welcome to Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm Jacques L'Amour. It's officially December. This is actually our first episode for December 2021. And uh, before we get uh, deep into it happening, maybe you're actually listening to this on the day, but we're having a one day only holiday sale of Pop Punk and Pizza merch uh, Thursday, December 2nd. I'm recording this the day before, but uh, you might be listening this on the day the podcast is actually released released on Thursday, December 2nd, 2021. For one day only, we're having a 15% off sale. So literally 15% off your order of anything at uh, poppunkpizzapod.com. So, uh, you know, including just uh, the regular logo t-shirt that I'm wearing currently. And uh, we also have the Lucky Pizza Cat t-shirt as well. Uh, It's actually a Chinese Chinese Lucky Cat. Uh, He's chowing down on on some pizza you can get a 15% off that as well the promo code you're going to need is holiday 15 so go to poppunkpizzapod.com when you go to checkout at our merch store use holiday 15 and you will get 15% off your order thank you so much in advance if uh, you did uh, go ahead and buy something whether it was for uh, this sale or not it is happening uh, only on Thursday, December 2nd, by the way. And then the uh, 15% off deal will be gone. So I have some great guests on the show today. The, this whole episode is actually a rescheduled live stream podcast uh, that we had set up pretty much exactly a month ago. And uh, I had to cancel the live stream and the podcast recording because our family cat, decided he needed emergency surgery um i guess he didn't really well he sort of decided that what happened is he he ate 15 hair ties 
I think it was, 15 or 19 hair ties. And so it, it made him sick. They had to cut him open to get these things out. Otherwise, he would have died. And uh, we didn't know this at the time. We just knew he was sick. But then when further examinations came in, it was discovered that that's what was in his stomach. Thankfully, he's alive. He's doing well. But, you know, it cost me a pretty penny to uh, to get his surgery done. It was like $3,600. So now I'm uh, paying his hospital bill. So he better be grateful for that uh, this holiday season. But thankfully, Oakrest rescheduled with us for today. So welcoming Jacob, Jacob, and Chris from Oakrest. Let's give those guys a big round of applause. What's going on, guys? Currently, the day one the studio right now. We're recording our first full-length record. Yeah, I uh, I had seen the email exchange you had with uh, Lizzie, my assistant, and uh, and my wonderful girlfriend, of course, wonderful girlfriend, wonderful assistant. Um, that uh, I I didn't realize you were in the process of a full length, though. That's exciting. Yeah, uh, we. You know, we did the EPs, the two EPs got us to where we are now. Like we got the, like some fan base growing and we felt like we had more of a story to tell rather than just through an EP, like through six or five songs. So we needed like the 10 uh, is what we're going for for this record. So nice. I always felt like 10 was a, a solid number as, when it comes to a record. You know, I know some people will shoot for 12 or they'll be like, no, eight, you know, yeah. <laughs> is an album, you know. Well, even eight like would be fine, too. I mean, like I know everyone's attention spans uh, aren't the best with social media coming into play and all that. But I mean... I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I hope uh, people listen to our record full the way through <laughs> when it drops. <laughs> I mean, I definitely will. I was I was hooked uh, the first time I heard you guys and and maybe pop punk and pizza listeners remember you as well. Um, you haven't been guests on the podcast, but we have played your music before on one of our 10 songs episodes. Um, I want to say it was last year. It was nothing serious. Yeah. Yeah. And but that song is seriously good, though, <laughs> for for being called Nothing Serious. Um, and it deserves all the listens in the world as as well as uh, your other singles as well. Like I know the latest one is Love for One Day, which um, we'll actually hear that uh, later on um, after we chat here for a little bit. But um, but yeah, getting into the studio, I mean, was it have you actually had day one happen already yeah it's um it's currently 8 p.m we've been here since about 12 30 uh day one obviously is a bit of a long stretch we're sort of just like planning our pre-pros uh noting everything we want to take out or keep and then the rest of the uh the month will run smoothly hopefully so what happened today give us an inside scoop i mean what is day one did you demo all the songs um, so basically what we did was we did a, like a brief rundown of everything that we have. Um, you know, we listened to all the tracks in depth and we kind of discussed things we like about the tracks, things we don't like about the tracks, what we can work on, what we're going to add, what we're going to take out. Um, we haven't physically, you know, recorded or did any pre-pros yet, but we're just getting a rough idea of what we want the record to sound like per se. Yeah. Like the past year, like I've been learning how to demo through GarageBand a little bit more professionally, amateurically. Um, and I brought those to Kyle, uh, Marchant, who's in the other room right now. He's just, uh, he's just, he's just making our, our bad demo sound a little bit better, to make <laughs> a little bit smoother. 
Um, but yeah, like I spent the last year writing, writing like the structure of the song. And then me and Chris would like bounce like the drums. He would record them, he'd send them. And then I would uh, mix everything and master it to the best of my abilities from YouTube videos. And, uh, and yeah, and here we finally are. We've been talking about this the past year and we're finally in it. It's finally happening. It's, uh, it's been a good, it's been a terrible year or year and a half, two years for a lot of things, but it's been good for as far as songwriting goes. Um, everyone being stuck at home, not being able to play shows, et cetera, has really paved the way for people to really get down and dirty into crafting their songwriting. So for the th- for for Oakrest, what was the getting down to the nitty gritty with songwriting, what were the things you really honed in on or when you kind of went into songwriting mode, you were like, okay, I, I really got to start learning what like different chords or um, learning how to improve my uh, choruses or something. What what were those things for you guys that you were really trying to hone in and improve upon? Oh, man. Um, I mean, like, we definitely don't try to overshoot and be a complicated band because obviously... Like, you're, a, you're a pop well, punk band. People, <laughs> yeah, people are really fun listening songs. It isn't why we chose the pop punk genre. Like, we, it's very known for its cliche topics and chord progressions where it's just power chords and thinking about girls or breakups and all that. But really, I mean, like throughout the years of us being in a band, like being in the studio, we picked up a few things like um, recording with our last producer, uh, Anton DeLoss, and having hearing his input um, definitely helped me a lot. Like while I like, like I said, like I sort of write like all the structures of the song and then we all add our pieces to it. Um, but yeah, so sitting in with Anton, like hearing his input and what he would add definitely helped me like over COVID. Cause I would sit there and I'm like, what would Anton do in this situation? <laughs> like, would he, you know, go the easier route and just find a simple rhyme or like with me, like with my lyrics, I obviously like them to mean something. So I like to tell a story. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't really challenge herself other than, you know, sort of just like grinding it through like all the way through COVID rather than being lazy, not doing anything. I was actually, I was like literally in my basement, like every second I got when I wasn't working, trying to write something. And we ended up writing about like 18 songs, uh, honed in at 10 and yeah. And here we are with our, I feel is our 10 best songs that we've uh, written in our career. I also think it's about like coming together as a band and kind of defining what our sound is. Um, we have like, you know, two, um, other releases that I feel like we've found like an original sound, whereas all our older music we've released, it's kind of like, you know, generic pop punk people like, Hey, this kind of sounds like blank. Hey, this sounds like, you know, yeah. we found glory. Whereas, you know, we kind of define like defined and like found a unique sound that, you know, makes us who we are. So that's what kind of made us want to do like the first full length too. Cause you know, EPs again, it is very hard to, it's, I mean, like, it's very hard to express yourself in a way, yeah. I guess, like being like a serious band. Like you can release EPs, but like I said, you can't really tell like a full story within four songs or six songs because it's just something you compile together just to get your music out there. Yeah, there's uh, there's always that. um, I don't know if it's conversation about is the album dead? 
Yeah. And some people will say yes, some people say no. And I feel like the album actually has never gone away. I think there have been times where it it has appeared that it's gone away, but I really don't think it has. I think it's just easy to lose track of who's putting out albums, who's putting out singles, who's putting out EPs, just because with the world becoming smaller and smaller with internet and technology, there's just more music being released. So it's really easy to miss what someone's doing. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We live in a world full of singles, um, personally. And yeah, like EPs. Cause yeah, like you said, everyone, everyone can go get a, uh, a DAW and just like record something and put it out tomorrow on Spotify. While like we plan for a year to go into the studio, like put our hardworking money into this, like, project that we're trying to better ourselves with and you know it's unfortunate yeah like a lot of people haven't heard of crest yet um but that's hopefully going to change with this record but it's going to change with this record i'm i'm damn sure of it and uh hopefully you know being on pop punk and pizza of course helps you guys as well because um ever since i was introduced to you last year during the you know the height of the pandemic i thought hell yeah like these guys they know what's up Um, And there's just nothing better than finding an album and being able to listen to every song front to back. Yeah. I mean, what for you guys, what are some of those albums for you that you just don't skip one song? (laughs) Uh, Chris, what did you say? From like what band? Yeah. What band or what album? Uh, And it doesn't have to be pop punk. I mean, what is an album that you literally you sit and and you listen to the whole thing and and you'll do it several times over and over yeah i mean it's like you're shocked because you know i'm in a pop punk band but i love alt rock so the uh, band that comes to mind would be breaking benjamin and the one album i would love like to hear over and over again would be the album dear agony you know that was like you know recorded in 2009 and it's just one of those albums that really you know really hit an impact with me and uh you know a lot of my drumming uh abilities came from that drummer who was on that album so <laughs> that's something that really stuck so yeah nice awesome what are you jacob um i mean this is more like a like a band that you know from our area but big vibe uh by seaway like front to back was just like oh, yeah. nostalgic for me it's kind of what i guess we took inspiration off of with some of our new tracks and it's just a phenomenal, like, it's just a phenomenal album. Yeah, I'd say record uh, album of the year for 2020, for sure. Um, <clears throat> I was, I was going to, sorry, I was just going to say um, about Seaway. I feel like they deserve a little more recognition. I feel they like- do, man. They've, they've like hit so many walls. Like, I remember just hearing like they had a chance to open up for Blink-182. And then the Caesar Palace in Windsor was on strike. And then it got rescheduled and then Travis Barker got blood clots. So the show like just never happened. Oh, and I'm like, man, that would have been a huge opportunity for Seaway to at least get some new fans. <clears throat> but thankfully, I'm like, I mean, thankfully they're still around. Uh, honestly, yeah, I grew up with Seaway um, coming into like the new age or like pop punk uh, in like 2010s. And yeah, they were one of the first ones. They're actually, they're doing a holiday shaker uh, weekend this Saturday and Sunday. Nice. Um, but anyway, back to the question, though. Yeah, uh, sorry. I just, I was just, I just had to say that about Seaway. <laughs> no, I we love Seaway. We love our Sea Boys. Um, but yeah, I'd say my album, though, um, 
obviously the first came to mind was Adam of the State by Blink-182, and I feel that is for a lot of people. Um, either that or take off your pants and jacket, I feel, is the debate for a lot of Blink fans because that's where they found their stride. And yeah, it's just, it's a great album front to back. Like when we were writing this record, I did a lot of front to back listens just so I could like study it, you know, like where the dynamic changed or how they wrote this and like what parts go where. So yeah, I'd go with End of the State by Blink. Dude, great choices. I mean, and for so many different reasons, not just because it's Blink-182, but Jerry Finn, the man behind those records. Yeah. I love hearing stories about Jerry Finn being in the studio with Blink-182. I don't remember if this was an interview I was listening to with Mark Hoppus, but he was talking about, I think it was with Mark Hoppus. He was talking about with Jerry Finn. And I think this was for the self-titled record. And I'm sure he did this with every record, but he says they would just drive. uh, Mark said uh, Jerry would drive all of them crazy with all the different things he would try out. Um, Just with like the, the most minute things to like, you know 50 different microphones and then like 50 different uh guitar cabs and 50 different guitars and just like all these little things he would just just nitpick every single thing and i love hearing those stories well i mean like i think when you're the biggest band in the world you 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 like you have to be that picky because um i feel yeah like a lot of people i feel like i feel like certain musicians definitely like hear that in the production yeah this well this was coming from jerry finn like he yeah. was the one being yeah. He's like one this yeah and he would drive the guys of blink crazy you know and <laughs> yeah. i just i just think that's awesome i mean like i said you can't you can't beat hearing those stories no, um right. is this your first time is it, now we're talking about producers and engineers is your this your first time working with kyle um yeah actually we uh we we made the decision to go with kyle like probably um like april march of this year yeah, yeah and then um yeah like i said we've kind of just been counting down the days until now finally like we're here and, so uh, so sitting down with kyle today what have been some things to uh make their way into even just day one what are some things that you've learned from kyle or that he's added to the demos you kind of uh picked apart today um, well, honestly, I think he has great insights about like, um, what's like, what's kind of going on in our demos, like what to take out and what's, uh, what sounds good in them, obviously as a producer should, uh, but honestly, he's just very easy to connect with, like on like a humor level and just to like be in the same studio. It, Cause you can't have tension in a studio if you're trying to like, you know, you're trying to make art and yeah. you can't have any of that. So I feel like, I like that about him. Yeah, there's always um, like the the inside jokes yeah, and things yeah. like that. <laughs> um, I was trying to think of a, I can't think of a particular inside joke that I experienced from recording, but there's always one from like each record you record or each EP or single or whoever you work with. There's always some little thing and it just ends up being a joke the whole time you're you're with. Today today our little inside joke was just pranked. Like just if we do something stupid, like we told Chris he got a parking ticket and then he <laughs> worked. How, yeah, it worked. We have video proof, and we'll be we'll be releasing. Uh, Dude, <laughs> we'll be releasing weekly episodes, kind of like an MTV behind the scenes like uh, recording record. 
So we'll be releasing weekly episodes of that. So uh, if you're listening now, you'll hear this or you'll see this yeah. in um in our first episode yeah. of our um recording. But yeah, no, he 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 honestly did believe it, and we got halfway down the hallway, <laughs> and that's when I told him that it wasn't true. <laughs> I I'm sorry. Go ahead. Were you gonna say something? No, that's it. Like that's just, oh okay. I think um, that's a typical thing though. You know, we're just pranking each other just to keep each other alive and awake yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, I think more bands need to do the off the cuff behind the scenes footage in the studio. I don't know if enough do. Um, I feel like there's been a lot of bands putting out, they'll put out like documentaries and things like that. But I feel like that doesn't truly, uh, that that's usually documentaries are like really well produced, you know, yeah, kind of like a music video is. Um, and I miss the more of behind the scenes that aren't really like thought out, you know, is you're just capturing those impromptu moments. And that's when your, uh, your audience or your fans are really learning what you're like, you know, cause that's what we, yeah, that's what we wanted to provide because like, we feel like we definitely struggle with, with content, you know, like uh, I'm sure a lot of artists struggle with that. Like yeah. putting out content daily is probably one of the hardest thing an artist can do. Yeah. So with this, you know, we at least thought like we could give um, our fans, you know, like an inside scoop of what we are like uh, off the stage. Good thing, yeah. <laughs> but like literally, though, with technology that we have though today, like we are constantly recording everything, so we really catch like everything that we're yeah. doing yeah. Yeah, for this next month in the studio. Yeah, definitely. Uh, another thing that's uh, particularly today, December first, the the Spotify Wrapped. Uh, has been trending it's that you know it's that time of the year and it's always kind of cool to see um not necessarily like when bands share like how many streams they have but i'm always curious to hear of like um people's individual spotify raps like what their top five artists were their top five songs were do did any of you guys look at your spotify wrapped and what were some of the like the top artists on your your personal spotify yeah um i mean just to go off the top of my head because i checked it my phone's in the other room but my two top were uh for band wise was uh like pacific and machine gun kelly because when uh machine gun kelly released his first debut like pop punk album that you know Help them grow. Everyone the biggest, yeah, that, yeah. You know, everyone listened to it. So I, you know, I listened to that front to back and, uh, I don't know. I'm just a huge fan of like Pacific. So I'm, I wasn't surprised when they were in my rap, to be honest. <laughs> nice. I got mine right here. Funny enough. The first artist was us. Oh, Chris. <laughs> Honestly, like I can't, I, yeah, I can't hide that. Like I obviously you write the music that you like to listen to off, off the charts when it is in your band. <laughs> so like, I don't know, like it would come on or like sometimes I would just like kind of want to hear how we sound. And I guess I just uh, got a little too into our sound. <laughs> hey, I mean, you have to like what you exactly. create, you know. And 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 uh, to be fair, this was probably eight to ten years ago now. But when I was in a band and I was trying to make that my career, when I was working at my full time job at my grandpa's print shop, uh, I would I would literally spend most of my time at the computer, uh, you know, uh, getting stuff ready to go to press and get printed, you know? So I would just sit there. So what I would do is I'd have my sound off on my computer and I would just play 
my band's songs on repeat <laughs> just so we could try. <laughs> I was trying to get that revenue coming through yeah. the door. <laughs> Obviously, it's like fractions of pennies, but I would do that for days on end just to like think, yeah, just think about all the money we're going to get from all these streams, you know? Um, so I, I will confess I did that. <laughs> but like to, to make it a little better, I mean, like, so number two was Seaway because I listened to Big Okay, Vibe. there you go. I listen to Big Vibe like more than any human probably should. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Same thing with Neck Deep, though, too. Uh, they're coming in number three. I actually, I don't know. I, I know I said Big Vibe was album of the year, but Neck Deep kind of like they both like kind of bash heads because they're, they're both amazing records. Um, and then number four, we got Fountains of Wayne because that was a band that I rabbit holed into to write this record. I really? thought, okay, song, but turns out I was wrong and they have so many more bangers. Well, and they're um, uh, Brian, right? Was it Brian that passed away? One of their members passed away. I think so, yeah. I think it's, I think it was Brian. I don't know why I'm forgetting his name. Well, I but, think, um, uh, also, too, Stacy's mom from the music video, she passed away. Like, a She years. passed away, too? Yeah, a few years ago, I think. Wow. Man, well, yeah. I know the the member of Fountains of Wayne. I'm I'm hoping I have it right that it's Brian, but he passed away from COVID. Oh, oh geez. Wow. Yeah. yeah, like just you know during this, uh, he was one of the I, I he was one of the first celebrities to pass away from COVID. Oh, or wow. it was it was like earlier on in the pandemic in 2020. So I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, was, uh, number five is John Mayer, but uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, yeah. somewhere along the lines of Big Benjamin, Greatest Grace, all the rock stuff. Yeah. yeah, you could probably name them all. <laughs> that's oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah. That that all makes the the sound that makes Oakrest, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, anything else you guys want to update us with? You know, from the studio. I mean, obviously, it's the end of 2021, so you're probably looking at sometime in 2022. I would assume with the the record. Yeah. Um I mean like uh we feel it's a very like a fun record and screams fun like the summertime so I'd say like that's I think when we're aiming to yeah. to release it but honestly we don't know yet. Um on obviously it all just depends like when it when it gets finished. All you got to right. recording, you know, our first full length right now. Uh there's no exact date when it's going to be out. Just look towards the summertime and uh You'll probably hear it. So yeah. yeah. No, honestly, I think we're going full out on this record. Like we're risking a lot, uh, a lot of money on the line. Like we feel like we're finally doing things properly that we need to, yeah. obviously. But uh yeah, like I think you kind of have to on a first full length. Yeah, abs- yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's definitely something you don't want to w- rush through either. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's like you want to take your time, <clears throat> excuse me, making sure that everything is is in play and that yeah. you love it, you know? Yeah. So, um, and I'm sure you guys are, are doing just that. So, um, thanks for, you know, taking the time to talk with me and also reschedule, by the way, I am so oh, sorry well, about I'm, that. I'm glad to hear your cat's better. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I was, we like, honestly didn't think he was going to make it just because his, his, uh, body temperature dropped so drastically yeah. and we had to take him to one of those emergency animal facilities. That's like an hour away from where we live. So it was like, you know, um, yeah. but yeah, it worked out. So thank you for, uh, understanding. Um, and then, yeah, where can people find, uh, Oakrest online, of course, as well. 
Um, mainly like our music, obviously Spotify, Apple Music. Um, you know, we're everywhere too on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. YouTube, YouTube, yeah. YouTube, TikTok. Facebook, you know, yeah. we're everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you name it, we're there. Awesome. All right. And uh, do you anything? Uh, do, is there anything about before we play "Love for One Day" that you want to say about this song to kind of introduce it? Um, honestly, like uh, get prepared because uh, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I feel like this is our best music. Um, this is a good time to be releasing it too with COVID and all. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. All right. Well, you guys have fun in the studio, all right? I'm really excited for next year and I can't thank wait you. to hear, hear what comes out with Kyle. For yeah, sure. no, thank you again for having us on the podcast. Uh, I know it's been a time coming, but uh, we're glad we could finally hop on here. All right. Yeah, me too. You guys uh, have a great uh, rest of the night. Thank you, you too. too. Thanks. Yeah, take care. Take me back place where I thought I was in love, but I wasn't. I remember your smile speaking words full of lust. I can't take it. Crest, 
love for one day here on Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. Thank you once again to Jacob, Jacob, and Chris from Oakrest for joining us from the studio as they're working on their first full-length album. I am super excited for them, and I cannot wait to hear it. So good luck, guys, and uh, thank you once again for being cool with rescheduling me for uh, for this week. So Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast is brought to you by Pop Punk Takeout. It's a monthly subscription service that delivers merch Merchandise from pop punk artists from all over the world directly to your door in a takeout box. And of course, for the holiday season for the first time ever, they've actually teamed up with Unsigned Pop Punk, which is another great uh, outfit in our scene, to put out a compilation CD of some of the best Christmas songs in the pop punk scene. And a lot of these artists have actually been guests on Pop Punk and Pizza, uh, in, including uh, College Radio. You also have Eugene Levy, Stop, Drop, Rewind, Million Miler, TLB, uh, Settle Your Scores, and so many others. So you can pre-order your copy of this on CD right now at poppunktakeout.com. They're going to start shipping those out December 13th. It's only 10 bucks to pre-order this Christmas compilation. So do yourself a favor, head over to poppunktakeout.com, pre-order that, or go ahead and pre-order one of the uh, uh, regular takeout boxes as well. And also follow them on social media at Pop Punk Takeout. And also want to remind you real quick, once again, our uh, merch sale that Pop Punk and Pizza is having right now. Hit up poppunkpizzapod.com when you go to our merch store and select what you want. Today uh, only, or if you're listening to this on Thursday, December 2nd, or even if you're watching the live stream the day before, we're only doing this for Thursday, December 2nd is the 15% off sale. So you got to use that promo code Holiday 15 at checkout in order to get 15% off your entire order at the Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast merch store. So poppunkpizzapod.com. When you get everything you want in your cart, even if it's just one thing, thank you so much for that. Use Holiday 15 to get 15% off your order. That is only happening for Thursday, December 2nd, 2021. Thank you so much in advance for your support on that. Now, next week, joining us on the show for a live stream is going to be my good friend, Dave Gomez out of the Chicagoland area. It's been a long time since I've had Dave on the show. He uh, recently had a battle with cancer, so we're going to get an update uh, on him, what he's up to with his new band, Summer Curse, and all that fun stuff. So that'll be uh, the live stream will be on Wednesday. Uh, this this coming Wednesday, the December 8th, 7 p.m. Central Time. That'll be live on our Facebook, our YouTube, and our Twitch account. And then, of course, the podcast version will be up on all podcast platforms the following day on December 9th. So uh, take good care of yourself. Eat lots of uh, cookie dough or don't because it might make you sick. Enjoy a slice of pizza here and there. And I uh, look forward to talking with you next week. Hello.